Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome to another TV Central one-on-one podcast. I'm Aaron Ryan. This is episode 41, 2023. In the jagged Alps of New Zealand, 14 strangers from all walks of life are given $1 million in cash divided equally. To keep the money, all they have to do is get themselves and their backpack of cash to the summit of one of the country's highest peaks. That is the premise of The Summit, premiering Sunday 14 May at 7pm on Channel 9 and 9 Now. From his own mouth, and not mine, contestant Jan says that first impressions of him are cocky, young, big smile, good looks, man bun, vegan, a joker, but he says he's not those things. Well, let's sort the facts from the fiction. Jansen Andre, thank you for joining me at TV Central. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on today. All right, so there are 14 contestants, and I chose to interview you specifically because you are cocky, young, have a big smile, have good looks, a man bun, and a vegan, and a joker. Did I pick the wrong person? No, you definitely picked the right person. I am who I say I am, and I'll stand by that. In one of the um, side interviews, you do say at first impressions, people think you are all those things, but you say you're not and list a few things that you are. Do you, do you actually mean you are more than those things rather than not being those things? Because I suppose technically you are at least some of those things. I guess that's just from first impressions by what people perceive of me when they when they meet me first. However, there's way more under underlying that when you actually get to know me and talk to me. All right, so let's get into the show um, and then we'll dive into all things Jans. The basic premise of the show is as as a group, you get to the top of the summit uh, within a designated time. Now, unless anyone voluntarily withdraws, the cash of $1 million will be divided amongst those that make it. However, there is a lot more to it. Um, First of all, the first spanner in the works is is that uh, not everyone is uh, cocky, young, and good looks, and have the fitness levels to navigate this this mountain, right? So, if someone vo- voluntarily withdraws, the cash they are carrying is out of the final prize. So, it becomes complicated whether to lose some money um, and get there on time, or actually help less fit people along to keep the cash in place. Have I summed that up pretty right? Yeah, that's that's exactly how it goes. There's a million dollars. We all have an equal share of that. Um, but we do have opportunities to steal people's money if we think they're slowing the group down. Um, you know, otherwise we do risk reaching reaching the top, not in the time limit, and then everybody going home with nothing. So there's a lot of social play at the uh, at the game as well. Um, but yeah. Well, there are checkpoints along the way, um, and these checkpoints already alluded to, someone's voted out. So it seems like the plan would would be to really support those that are struggling, get them to the next checkpoint, and then vote them out. Um, because if they voted out, um, as I said, voluntarily, um, the cash is gone. In theory, would that would that, that be the plan? The plan would definitely be to try and get the weakest link to the checkpoint so that we can actually steal their money rather than lose it. Yeah. Um, so it would be ideal to be able to take their money rather than, than lose it. So getting them to the checkpoint would be, would be the, the best option. However, sometimes it, it may not be viable because you never know when we're going to reach a checkpoint. 
I just have the feeling, though, I've only seen one episode. There, there is human emotions and dynamics at play, right? Some people may not appreciate just being the one pushed along to get to the next checkpoint, um, to be slayed by the rest of the uh, group so everyone else gets the cash. I have a feeling we're going to see some Married at First Sight dinner party action coming up. Would would that be fair to say? Um, a lot of it is uh, behind people's backs. I wouldn't say either that it's it's generally in front of in front of a whole group. Um, no, I I don't think that that's kind of how how it went down. Uh, there definitely is, you know, like I said, the side chats and things that happen throughout. Um, before you you do reach checkpoint because it is majority sort of you know goes with whoever goes home um but yeah there's no real like big sort of arguments or anything like that at all okay well this is where we talk about you then because that's the interesting part of the show i mean from my perspective you need two elements to make it to the top obviously number one physicality um and the ability to actually complete the trek um, and two, the right amount of group dynamic skills to not be voted out. I think you definitely are the complete number one package, but let's explore the group dynamics part. In one of your interviews in reference to the other contestants, you say they've just got to understand they're there to support me. I mean, even though you don't directly say that to the group, that vibe might rub off. Are, are the other 13 people um, here to get you to the top? At the end of the day, uh put me on a plane, million dollars is mine. I'll do whatever it takes um, to stab people in the back to to get what's rightfully mine. Um, but, yeah, definitely have to be careful about my moves and, and how that sort of plays. But the benefit, um, the advantage is I can understand and see and know how, how to read people and when to pull back and when to push forward and body language and how people are sort of vibing. But, yeah, at the end of the day, like, it's my mountain, so just follow along and, until I kick you out. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I, I mentioned in the, the first question about the first impression statement about the cocky young type comments, you say that um, instead you are uh, methodical and strategic. I read in one of your interviews, um, maybe from an editing point of view, but what I see in the first episode is a lot of that first impression manifesting itself nicely what methodical game play are you are you using underneath? Um, I can't show my, show all my cards in the beginning, so there is there is a story to to me, and I'll only show parts of who I am to then be able to reverse engineer it so that the real part of me actually looks even better. Um, because I do have a heart and you know a sense of emotion and understand humans and psychology and stuff so it's even better once I then turn and flip the coin because it's like a complete opposite to how I was in the beginning um but yeah definitely played on a teetering line of going too far at one point um but yeah I, I can't say too much more right now one small thing my concern is that that humans are humans the weaker ones won't appreciate just being sacrificial lambs and might start turning on some of the fit ones particularly maybe the the cocky ones or as we start getting closer to the finish line the weaker ones are already out so at eliminations it could be i mean i haven't seen the episodes but it might be fit people having to vote out fit people which means it will come down to personality versus personality did you do you think your strategy takes that into account? Yeah, like getting 
as more people get eliminated, it obviously gets harder to make a choice and a decision because then you're picking straws out of a bucket, really, like trying to find something wrong with someone to to get rid of them. Mm. So as as it does go on, it generally would get harder for people to sort of find a reason for them to be there rather versus somebody else. Um, I think I had a great strategy going into it. I wouldn't change anything at all. In one of the grabs, um, you say, I love being cold and I love being hungry. I love being kicked down and taught a lesson. Look, I'm trying to do the best with in, in, with this interview with the latter. So the question is, why do you love cold, hungry and being kicked down? Because I thrive in the uncomfortable. I do not like being comfortable because it's boring. You don't progress. You don't develop as a human. And I believe that's what we're here to do on this planet. So doing the summit and a chance to win a million dollars in the rugged Alps and going hungry and testing my physical abilities and capabilities and my mental strength and going without food or being cold is right up my alley. Wow. Um, in a, in a statement in the first episode, you say I can play with people's feelings and how they perceive me. Can can you uh, elaborate on that? Yeah. So I can sort of play a character towards somebody's face, but if I don't actually like them behind their back, it's quite easy to uh, to turn the other way when they're not watching. So putting up like a front in front of them for them to believe I am some sort of, you know, perfect picture of whatever, but then getting the numbers on the other side and just getting rid of them. So tricking them in, in a sense, um, you know, playing with their feelings and making them feel good about me before I then go and stab them in the back. All right, let's talk about the... Like physicality part of the show because um, I probably can see why you've got the abs. You've done three Ironmans, a 100-mile run and a 250K run nonstop in I think it was 31 hours. Um, there's a lot of pushing yourself to the limits. Is is everything in life go hard or go home for you? I mean, one body, one life, my motto and what I live by is I could be gone tomorrow. So I love taking risks and I love seeing what I am able to do. Um, I don't like to live a boring life, very, very adventurous. And like, as I said, I, I live for each, each and every single day because you never know what's, what's around the corner. So yeah, go hard or go home. You also mentioned in the show that you're not scared of anything. I just thought really, I mean, yeah. are you, are you talking physical only or literally everything? Cause I can believe that there are people that don't have fears for like spiders or heights or public speaking, et cetera, but I'm sure every human is scared of something um, at an emotional level, um, fear of loss, death, not being loved, you know, having no belonging. Are you really not scared of anything? I don't know. I guess, I guess maybe I this question. I've de- <laughs> no, I've definitely been, been scared and, and scared of things. Um, but it'll never stop me from doing what I want to do. It's never like something that I'm going to sit back and not, not do something or not take that risk. But yeah, there's always fears in life, fear of failure, fear of, you know, lots of things, you know, I grew up, you know, a way of, you know, being bullied and all that sort of stuff. So fear of acceptance and all that. Um, but Hey, you know, I've done a lot of work on myself and not to say that things don't, you know, come back up again we're only human we have emotions and we feel and that's totally normal but yeah i'm not scared um of of anything i mean i'm very focused with you know my goals and my life and my path and and where i want to go and if something comes up then it comes up and i'll feel it and it'll be normal and i'll i'll go through the motions i'll be angry i'll be sad i'll be whatever i'd never bottle anything up um and just 
take each day as it comes. Well, um, you're a vegan. Um, I've been a chef for eight years. Does does that mean you're a vegan chef, or can you be a regular chef, chef but just not eat the non-vegan products? Yeah, no, I um, I I cook non-vegan stuff as well for some of my clients. So it's not a not a thing that I that I don't do. But um, yeah, obviously specialize in in vegan food. You're a bit of an entrepreneur as well. Um, not good enough having one business. You've got three. Um, tell me more about them. Uh, so I'm a food photographer. I run an online social media business um, and I'm a public speaker. And then also um, I'm about to launch another business as well. Well, what's your, what's your public speaking about? Uh, so I speak about mental health and, and wellness and my experiences and, and the pain and the comfort zone and, and all that kind of stuff. So I get up there and share my experiences and sort of motivational, but also in the health and wellness space. And then I work with various food companies and brands creating videos online. Um, and then I also have my photography and videography business as well. Okay, interesting. All right, um, as we round up, let's get back to the show. Um, a, a quote from you, um, let's turn the volume up to number 10 and you better keep up because there's only one way to the top and it's my way. So that begs the question, what is your way? My way is hold on tight um better be able to keep up but if you can't keep up then i'll babysit you for a little bit so it looks like that i like you um but then i'll get rid of you straight away because <laughs> i want that money <laughs> nice um if you were to win a sizable amount of cash uh aside from sharing it with uh your new favorite podcaster what are the plans for the <laughs> cash <laughs> um a lot of things can help a, help a lot of people kickstart um, some more business um, and then, yeah, give back to my mom as well. Oh, nice. All right, finally, I'll leave the big questions to the end. Um, in the first episode, you talk about getting down to the budgie smugglers. For all the ladies out there and the um, the gay guys out there, uh, is it going to happen? Can't tell you. Wait and see. Oh, that, that's a hook to keep watching. There we go. Um, and for those that want to stalk you, I mean, sorry, follow you on Instagram, where, where can we find you? Yeah, so you can find my um, personal page, Jansen Andre AU, or my food page at Plant Strong Jans with some yummy recipes. Oh, awesome. All right, Jans, um, you do say in episode one that it's your game and nobody else's. So we'll see if you that ultimately is true with you standing on top of that summit. Um, good luck. Really looking forward to the series. Thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. All right, that was Jans and Andre from the summer, which premieres on Sunday, the 14th of May at 7pm on Channel 9 and 9 Now. That's it for this podcast. For all the latest news, ratings, streaming info, TV guides and podcasts, head to tvcentral.com.au. Until next time, I'm Aaron Ryan. Thanks to Jans and Andre. Bye for now.